It's time to play ball. Welcome to the podcast with no limits. Whether it be sports, current events, or random thoughts, this is the place to step in and stay a while. Your host is a proud alumnus of Rio Hondo Prep, a former minor league baseball umpire, and a man with strong opinions. Welcome to the Get Home Safe podcast and your host, Matt Hersema. Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Get Home Safe. It is a Monday edition of the podcast. We are recording this Sunday, but uh, you guys are listening to this Monday, July 12th. And it's been a while since I've had my only brother on the podcast. He used to do Mondays with me a lot, but he's a busy man. I'm glad he's back. Sam Hersema joins me today. Thank you for having me. And uh, you forgot the explicit language, possibly. I did. I did. I, I will try to control myself, but I might swear, damn it. <laughs> well, to those listening out there, I know Mondays don't get a lot of plays, but uh, you know, I thought Sam was over last night for the UFC fight. And I said, dude, let's do a podcast. Let's, let's throw one together. It won't take very long. So here we are. Sam, good to be back. When was the last, man, we used to do it through Zoom on Sunday nights when we talk like NFL or something, man, it's been a long time, right? uh four or five months probably yeah something like that and i'm i've never been in the studio and on video at the same time this is odd for me well you got this fucking light in my face blinding me and... i'm not trying to be a douchebag <laughs> the light's pointing right at me not trying wow you do so well uh, i told sam i said yeah you're gonna have to actually look in the camera or at least look at me or whatever uh that's kind of we put this table together me and bill so that we can look at each other and talk and you know we were looking at the camera for a while but this is a uh, much better so happy to have you sam we're going to talk about a lot of different things um uh, but we got it the, the elephant in the room here for you guys not watching you guys can't see it on youtube either but sam's got a soccer game on in my studio corrupting me what is this the uh the euro euro what does euro mean UEFA euro man euro cup oh relax. my relax it's the finals you can watch a little soccer every now and then italy versus england what is this world war ii i already saw i already know how this ends and yes england is winning yeah. one nothing that's gonna be a final score yeah learn to like it i'm swear dude hey, wait a minute we're in fake time right now dude as you like to fa- it. yeah it is fake t- dude the clock's counting up is it broken? It's supposed to. They stick to Oh, tradition. this guy fell down. He, look at He's grabbing his leg. He just got bumped. Soccer sticks to, to tradition, man. You get you have to respect that. You don't have like the NFL, like, let's change a rule every year. Let's let's uh let's cuddle the quarterback because you know they're getting hurt too much. Let's make uh extra points further away. Let's <laughs> Let's uh, if you if you kick it through the uprights on the kickoff, it's an automatic three points. And that's going to be the next one. Ado- adopting, uh, you know, uh, evolving, if you will. You know, it's uh, OK. I-, I hear what you're saying, I guess. But my word, soccer, I just I've tried. That's the thing that people don't understand is I've tried to watch it. And, and it takes me about five minutes before I just roll my eyes and I'm like, I can't do this. I just can't do it. Well, I'm having a Coke Zero right now, and I'm watching soccer. It's my part. I'm trying to be less white. All right. Wow. I was gonna say, well, you're you're being less something. I won't go into that. <laughs> Coke Zero and soccer. Who are you? That I thought tra- we were related. The training did wonders for me. <laughs> so, uh, well, Sam, it's been a while. Um, typically Mondays, I'm by myself, and I just ramble about some of the sports from the weekend and, and some other random topics. But I have some really 
interesting topics that I'm glad you're here for because I was just going to do them and they're not quite as fun. I think you can react uh, better. I, I had this idea last week about reasons like to not trust people. And these could be good people, people that you love. But it, it, I saw something and it just got, got me thinking. And it was someone was eating a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. And I saw them layer up the, the, the sandwich and they put way more jelly than peanut butter. And my immediate thought was, this person's psycho. I can't trust. How do you trust someone that puts more jelly on their peanut butter and jelly sandwich than peanut butter? I don't know if that makes sense to you. I can agree with that, but I will make an addition. You make, you, you put the right amount of peanut butter on, you put the right amount of jelly on, throw a little butter on there too. Ooh, if you're going to make some bad choices, make some terrible ones. I love it. I love it. Yeah, indeed. Um, I, I just, and so that started my, my chain of uh, my thought process of what are some other things that jump out to me as like, okay, that person's crazy. I, I can't trust that person. And maybe they're just little annoyances uh, of things that I see. Um, I saw someone driving yesterday and it, there was a sign in their car that said, uh, new, new driver, please be patient. And I thought to myself, well, wait a minute. You're their driver. You're not. If you're not ready for this, if you're not ready for life on the road, maybe you shouldn't be on the road. But don't tell me to be patient with you because you're a new driver. Can you imagine how how JV is that? You just passed your test. You should have the most knowledge of all of us. <laughs> out of, there's 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 shit that I on the permit test and all that crap. I I don't do it anymore because I don't remember any of it. No, them. no. And people, for goodness' sake, if you're gonna. If you're going to turn right, a couple things. Don't turn from the middle of the lane. Move all the way over towards the curb so that people can go by you. And for the love of God, put your turn signal on before you brake. You ever behind these people, Sam? They, they brake and you're like, why are you stopping? Why are you stopping? And then like right as they're about to turn, they put their signal on. Drives me nuts. At least with the signal on early, I know what you're going to do. And I don't pull the little hair out of my head that I have left. Maybe I'm just complaining too much, but when I'm on the road all day, these are the things I come across and just absolutely drive me up the wall. Well, we'll leave it up to imagination, but <laughs> I live in Westminster. Ah, if you know Westminster, you know exactly what I mean. Mm-hmm. So we'll Orange County, baby. Uh, a couple other things I see, and I'm just like, why? What? I, I hate the little family stick figures on the back of a, a van. With, and then they even have a little dog in there and a little dog too. I'm like, what, what is this little, uh, oh, maybe I just need more joy in my life. I don't know, but it, it drives me nuts. I don't man. care how many family members you have. Just get the hell out of the way. Move, move, get out of the way. Yes, absolutely. But yeah, the new driving sticker cracked me up. Can you imagine starting your new job? You re- walked around with a sign, new hire, please be patient. We'd be like, Hey, you're, you're either in or you're out. You don't get sympathy. No. Get in, do your job. You get paid. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple of, let's see, wearing a sticker on your hat, like a douchebag that I just look at you. I'm like, I can't take you seriously as an adult. If you have a sticker on your hat still, you've used, done that a time or two. I used to do that. But yeah. I, you know, again, to your point, I grew up. You did. Um, Socks with sandals. What do you think about that? That's a, that's a serial killer in my opinion. Yeah, that's pretty rough. That's, that's brutal. I'll, I'll do it from time to time. Only if I need to go outside real quick to get my shoes or something like that. Exactly. Or you're a, you're a, uh, 
you know, like baseball players, you're, you, you know, you're geared up and you're heading to a game, basketball players, same thing. You don't want to wear your sneakers out. I get that. You know, socks and sandals walking to a game with a purpose. There's gotta be a purpose. It can't just be, you went to the grocery store in socks and sandals. Yeah. Not Come even, on. Not even dad wears sa- socks with his damn sandals. He has <laughs> his Jesus sandals. <laughs> Jerusalem cruisers. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, people that don't lock their doors. I don't know who these people are, why these people aren't the ones that are uh, harmed you know, by home intruders and stuff, or maybe they are, I don't know, but people that just routinely don't lock their door. Like that is like, first of all, that was like a sin in our house growing up. We had to lock, we had to multi-lock every door. Every it, single door, deadbolt, turn the knob, <laughs> wave, wave uh. push it, make sure it doesn't come undone. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I see people walk out of their house and don't lock the door. I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah. You, we, we deadbolt, the, the dad deadbolts the door now, even if he's there. Yeah. Yeah. It saves time or it'll, it'll make them have to work a little harder. It'll it'll save me time to do what what I need to do when they get in. Um, you know, we've been around people that kind of are on their phones where we're watching something together, trying to watch a show or something. We've talked about that before. Um, what do we got on this? Dad's left-handed, but people who wear a watch on their right hand, I know you're left-handed. I know you got a bad break at life, but to me, that's like, I don't know. You're trying to go against the grain. I think if you're wearing the watch on the right hand, yeah, not I, so much and yeah, not, not really. I'm reaching. Okay. I don't, I don't pay attention. No. Okay. Uh, anyone who drives a Prius, <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, I I've been in, I've been on the road with my lady in the passenger seat. And a little bit of road rage happens with a Prius in front of me. And she says, she says, aren't you afraid that they're going to attack you or they're going to. They drive a Prius. They're too busy trying to save the planet to carry a weapon. (laughs) Yeah. Good point. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm worried about a guy driving a Prius. Yeah. Uh, That's hilarious. Uh, Non-door lock. So these are just some things, someone who never played baseball before, even if you didn't play it in high school, like everyone played baseball when they're like, first grade or something, mm-hmm. but you never played baseball like little league or something. Come on. Yeah. So these are just people that I question their, their well-being. They might be great people, nice people, but I just, any of you, you fans out there, listeners, send me your, your, your isms, your things that kind of drive you crazy that you see people do on a daily basis. Um, and, and I'll probably talk a little bit about this with Bill Barnes on Wednesday, but these are just the random thoughts I think about. Um, but Ooh, anyone laptop in a coffee house. Yeah. Like that, you're about to write the next fucking American novel. <laughs> you're the next Hank Moody. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. <laughs> Some people go there for work, I guess, or, or, or studying, but uh, you know, I tried that stuff in college. I was like, I'd sit down and I'd like, like, I'm not going to do schoolwork right now. <laughs> what did I think I was doing? Um, anyway, uh, Sam, we'll talk about the podcast. We'll talk about a few things, but let's, let's jump to a, uh, Last night, UFC 260? 264. Four. Okay, that's what I thought. 264, uh, pretty good undercard. I didn't get to see much of it because I was at work. But the main card, man, had some pretty good fights. Of course, the the uh, the main event was Conor McGregor and Dustin Poirier. Poirier. And, uh, man, what did you make? We only saw five minutes, but uh, pretty exciting five minutes. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. And, uh you know, leading up to the fight, it just, the trash talks just seemed so like forced. Like it wasn't the true Conor McGregor getting under someone's skin. Poirier just sat back and kind of laughed at the whole thing, even after he came at his wife. But I think the top highlight of the fight 
was after when Poirier was walking out and his wife behind him and she, she flipped she flipped McGregor off. <laughs> <laughs> he was talking some serious, man. You know, I, he, people love his energy and kind of how he talks trash, but I don't know. He, he seems like a really big poor sport just whenever he loses or he goes down, not so much last time he seemed okay. I think he was just mad that he broke his ankle basically. And it wasn't necessarily from Poirier hitting him. I mean, McGregor came out with some leg kicks. I think that may have loosened it up. And then when he rolled on it, he planted wrong. I mean, his ankle just gave way. And so that's how the fight ended. He's lucky that the bell sounded or the, uh, the end of the round hit because Poirier was going to come in and probably beat him to a pulp after that when he went down with one leg. Yeah, I think so. It was pretty gross altogether. Mm-hmm. It wasn't the worst thing I've ever seen, but yeah. I don't know. I don't know if he's coming back. Dude, point. an injury like that at his age, he's not in his prime anymore. He, he's one of the most polarizing figures in, in all of MMA. But man, the, the, the last couple fights, he just hasn't looked good. And even, even in the five minutes up until his ankle broke, I mean, Poirier put some good shots in on him. I thought Poirier won that first round. Definitely. Right? Yeah, definitely. He won that first round. So uh, Conor McGregor, his, his better days uh, are probably behind him. Um, I, it's tough to see him go out like that, but uh, I hope he does come back. Hope he uh, can put up a fight. Cause he's always fun. He's always fun to, to tune into and, and see what he's going to do, what he's going to say, even if it is inappropriate or wrong. Right. Yeah. I mean, say what you say, what you want. It was still who saw that coming. Yeah. You know, no it was doubt. Still entertaining. No doubt. So still a great sport. Um, Poirier with the win. Uh, Sean O'Malley had another win. And what was impressive about his win was not just his skills, but um, his opponent, uh, who he beat. Forgive me, I should know his name. Um, but the, the, his opponent that he, he beat up last night, uh, Chris Mutino. Mutino? Uh, anyway, Mutino took quite a beating. And was still on his feet. I thought he was going to go the distance. Um, his face was bloody. He took a ton of shots from one of the best fighters of that division, uh, bantamweight in Sean O'Malley. I thought he was going to finish, and and it was he was as tough as nails. You and I both love UFC referee Herb Dean. We didn't love his his stopping the fight with thirty seconds left as Mutino was up on his feet still. He was still going forward. I mean, there's that there's that point where. You know, you really got to start thinking of the safety, the safety of the guy, because he, I know he wanted to finish the fight, but yeah, I don't know. I I agree. I didn't like it, but I get it. It's one of those things. Even uh, O'Malley, even O'Malley said it after the fight. He was like, "Hey, might might have saved the guy a couple of years by stopping at thirty seconds too soon." Yeah, yeah, no doubt about it. Um, no, I mean, uh, what a warrior he was. Um. What else do we see? We said Gilbert Burns, uh, th- those those Brazilians, at least the the men, they love to just get on the get on the ground and do a lot of hugging and stuff. Crotch sniffers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, it was it was a, overall a good night of UFC, kind of a anticlimactic ending with the McGregor fight. And it was really funny, Sam, seeing him on the ground. His l- leg is broken, and he's screaming at the top of his lungs, "Doctor stoppage! Doctor stoppage!" Basically saying, I didn't get beat. The doctor stopping the fight because my leg is broken. You still got beat. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> it's a loss, buddy. It is a loss. But yeah, he grabs the mic and starts talking smack on his Poirier's <laughs> wife. And then she flips him off. I mean, it was just like, come on, man. UFC, what a great sport, man. I love that Rogan got down there on the floor with him. 
Yeah, that was classy. I That's like gonna, that. There's going to be some sort of like meme in the future about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> McGregor's, uh, for those that didn't see McGregor's on the ground. He can't get up, obviously, with a broken ankle. And Joe Rogan, who goes in the octagon and interviews the fighters, he, he went down and he laid down next to Connor <laughs> on the octagon floor interviewing him. It was pretty funny to see. Um, <laughs> it was great. <laughs> but you know what, Sam? Full crowds in, again in the, in the arena there in, in Las Vegas. Uh, I am just so happy to see full crowds, full stadiums, full arenas. Uh, UFC really has led the charge in this entire thing. Going back to last, I think, April when they came, the first sport to come back with no fans in Jacksonville, and then uh, eventually was the first sport to have a full arena. I mean, God bless Dana White. He is just, he's such, he's the man, and he's one of my uh, favorite commissioners, I guess, in all the sports. Yeah, I definitely agree. And he's, uh, he's, great on, he's great on social media, too, as you as you showed me, what is it? The fuck it Fridays. Yeah. Dana white. If you follow him on Facebook or Instagram or wherever he, uh, yeah, he, he does that segment where it's like two minutes <laughs> what's and the, what's the name of the segment? Uh, you said it already, <laughs> but, uh, it's, he, he does this, uh, this wild food, uh, segment where he, it's some, something crazy. Yesterday was like a cotton candy burrito or something where he took cotton candy and folded it with like candy and stuff inside. Oh, uh, he did like a waffle. He did like, I, what was it? Like burnt ice cream inside a waffle mm-hmm. yeah. taco, weird stuff. He does a weird, usually a dessert of some kind that, uh, these people, uh, are famous for in a, in a city or whatever. It's really funny to see if you're a foodie, you love to see crazy, uh, weird food by all means follow Dana white, but Dana has some Dana, Dana just, he does not care what people think. He is a leader. I, he, when, when you look at leadership, I mean, I think he just encompasses all of that. He is the best leader, I think, in all of sports. Agreed. Yeah. Not much more to, uh, to say about that. But yeah, Dr. Stoppage, Dr. Stoppage. That was, uh, uh, we'll see McGregor maybe down the road. But man, UFC is exciting. For those that don't watch it or you're like, eh, I'm not that interested in it. It took me a while to get there too, but it's exciting. There's no political BS. We already talked about their leadership, the storylines. You got people from all over the world, uh, fighters uh, in, on all corners of the world. Um, the stories are amazing to hear what guys or girls have had to go through to get to these moments. I mean, it, it's so entertaining. And it's to me, it's the best thing in sports as well. It's the best sport out there because there's no, there's no negative drama. There's plenty of drama, but drama that is appealing to all of us. Yeah. I can, I can see that. Like, there's nothing, there's nothing about it that, that you don't want to watch. I mean, you may say thing, Oh, he's an asshole at the end of it or something like that. But it's like, it's all, it's all something you want to watch at the end of the day. It's the reason you watch. And you're ready for the next fight. You're ready for the next week or the next pay-per-view. You just, you're ready for it. So uh, yeah, God bless the UFC. God bless Dana White. And hopefully these, uh, these um, athletes, um, will heal up those who've been injured and beaten down and will rise up again and we'll see some more fights. Uh, Sam, it is Monday and I'm not usually accompanied by a guest. And so that is a big reason I moved my suds with studs segment to Mondays because it just fit a little bit better. So uh, pardon me, but I am going to uh, take i I'm going to read just a brief segment here. If I can load it, um, of uh, this week's suds with studs segment. And you're, you're an avid listener of the podcast. We'll talk more about the podcast, but 
Do you do you like that segment? Does it get boring? I got I got to ask. Do you like kind of hearing a brief story about someone, military, uh, law enforcement guys? Uh, at times, yeah. I, I I always listen to it because you know it's almost disrespectful to skip it, <laughs> but. <laughs> But, uh, you know, at times I, I, I'm like, okay, can we move on? Can we move on? It's great, but I like it. I really yeah. do like it. I do need to polish it up, make it shorter. Um, and, and this, this one is, uh, this little read here that I have this week, it is really short. So, so, uh, bear with me and maybe you can react to this, but man, what a studly looking guy. This is your kind of guy. Look at, look at, uh. Oh my this goodness. Marine here. I would not say no. <laughs> Gunnery Sergeant Aubrey McDade, uh, 1st Battalion, 8th Marines, Fallujah, Iraq, November 11th, 2004. He uh, was awarded the Navy Cross, which is second only to the Medal of Honor, I believe, um, at least in, the, in uh, the Navy Marine side of things, but I could be wrong. Anyway, uh, this is our Suds with Studs segment here that I'm going to read just a, a paragraph or two. Uh, and we call it Suds with Studs because these are people we would love to sit down and have a beer with, and not just by the first round, but every single round. So here we go. Shortly after departing their base in Fallujah, then Sergeant McDade and 18th Bravo Company's 1st Platoon entered an alley and encountered an immediate heavy volume of small arms and machine gun fire. In the opening seconds of the engagement, three Marines were seriously wounded as the well-positioned and expecting em- enemy pinned others down. On contact, McDade rushed from the rear of the platoon column toward the kill zone and immediately deployed a machine gun team into the alley to provide suppressive fire on the enemy. After several attempts to reach the casualties in the alley were met with heavy, well-aimed machine gun fire, he showed total disregard for his own safety by moving across the alley and successfully extracting the first of three wounded Marines from the kill zone. Aware of the fact that there were still two wounded Marines in the alley, McDade dashed through the heart of the kill zone two more times, each time braving intense enemy fire to successfully retrieve a Marine. After extracting the last casualty from the kill zone, he assisted in their treatment and a medical evacuation. His quick thinking and aggressive actions were crucial in saving the lives of his fellow servicemen. Well, bravo, Gunnery Sergeant Aubrey McDade, uh, got sounded like a guy basically that in this horrible situation in Fallujah just kept going in and going in, grab a buddy, grab someone wounded, bring him out. Not not just once, but a couple times. So man, what uh, tremendous bravery and and valor there from uh, Sergeant McDade. And cheers to you, sir. You're someone I would definitely love to sit down and have a beer with. And not just by the first round, but every single round. Sam would probably like having a beer with you too, but I don't think he'd buy the first round or any rounds. Yeah, I'd give him a round. <laughs> he's, a, he's earned it, and he because he on in all honesty, he does sound like a guy you can have a few rounds with. Maybe uh, get a little inebriated, and then he will definitely make sure you get home safe. <laughs> <laughs> Look at you! I like that, Sam Hersima. You've been gone a while, but you pick right up where you left off. Awesome stuff. Uh, let's talk a little bit, Sam, about oh, what do we got? Soccer controversy here. A guy fell down. There's got to be some type of penalty. Okay, I, I'm not okay. There's first of all, there's one ref, and of all the colors the ref has to wear, they put him in pink. What is this? The NFL in October or whatever? Come on, don't put the everyone hates the referee. You're gonna put him in pink too? That's that's wrong. Come on, Sam. Leave the sport alone. Sport? You said sport? Oh, yeah, my bad. Okay. Uh, there's what, a poll out there. What is this called? This is a field goal attempt? Oh, oh uh, sorry, penalty kick. Whatever. Yeah. I want to see you be one of these guys who stands in front of the goal. 
And I'd, and I'd be love to be the one kicking so I could kick you right in the fucking face. <laughs> Sterling! Sterling! You guys haven't seen that on YouTube. Look up uh, Scott Sterling. It, it makes fun of soccer a, a little bit, but it's just this dude just gets beat up time mm. after time oh. with, with his uh, the penalty kicks. It's really funny. Okay, Sam, you're a big whiskey guy. We got to talk whiskey here. You and I both enjoy, uh, you know, the, the various styles, flavors, whatever you want to call it. Um, you have your kind of bottle of choice that you go to during the week. That's a little cheaper. I think, I mean, you're, you're one who values a dollar and especially on your, your, uh, your whiskey and things. So what is kind of your go-to whiskey? And then what are some of your like favorite whiskeys outside of what you normally drink? Okay. So the go-to normally for the price, it doesn't hurt doesn't hurt going down anything any scent any feelings any uh nerves that i've had in my throat are long gone uh, <laughs> uh evan williams it's actually not bad it's if you mix just a little water in you're okay it's, it's a to go to you can get it if you go to total wine you can get it for 1563 plus tax <laughs> oh, yes i have it down to a system wow and uh yeah overall man i'm more of a bourbon person there's there's a tears for me it's Evan Williams for normal. Uh, I'll go Jim Beam sometimes if it's on sale. You pretty good value there, yeah. Jim Beam. And then I'll do the next one up is probably Bullet Rye. Okay, okay. Bullet Bullet Burp. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that. It's a beautiful. It's it's tasty. It's beautiful. You can get it at Costco too for pretty cheap. For, well, you get the big bottle, and it's not like it's not cheap. It's it's cheap cheaper for, than it is out everywhere else for what you get. Like, yeah. Yeah, bigger bottle, I think, is like 30, 38 bucks or something mm-hmm. like that. And then uh, my special, my special uh, bourbon is uh, Eagle Rare. Eagle Rare? What is this? It sounds very patriotic. Yeah, it's just a beautiful bottle. It's a beautiful taste. It's a uh, about $31 for a standard $750 okay. bottle. Uh, give it a try, son. I'll bring it over sometime. Ah, that's a better idea. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why don't you bring it on I'll over? I'll bring you a shot. Oh, wow. But... I, there's a new one coming out uh, been, that's been in the works about coming out for a while now. I told you about it. I know I know it's not. It's based off of a show that you will never watch, but it's a bourbon. It's called Brothers Bond. Brothers Bond. Yeah. Oh, is that that vampire one you always send yeah, me? Yeah. That, no, there's some funny scenes. You always send me clips, which is... I don't, it's, it's, it's about two brothers that... Uh, we're in basically they got turned into vampires during the civil war and today all they do is kill people and drink bourbon like sounds like a pretty great life to me <laughs> that's not too bad <laughs> boy wow that's interesting um <laughs> so where does uh you know the og jack daniels fit into your fit into your whiskeys it's not really you'll i mean i do it <laughs> <laughs> i mean i'm not I'm not a pompous asshole but i will I don't, I'll never really get Jack unless it's, if Evan's not on sale and Jack is $29.99, like it is in some places, then I will get it. But there's all these, uh, there's all these little things that have to be set in motion in order for that to happen. Jack's the sour mash is not my favorite. You know, I didn't like it very much when I started partaking in, uh, you know, uh, liquid libations, but uh, it grew on me. And then I did kind of like the flavor more. Cause you and I, we don't poison our, our drinks with uh, sugar or stuff like that. We, you know, ice and maybe some water, but uh, you got to get that 
flavor. Like they used to, you know, that was what it was intended for is like drinking it straight or whatever. Yeah. Um, but I will say some good Jack Daniels, uh, regular, uh, gentleman, Jack, pretty good, pretty smooth, but man, dad, dad showed us that, uh, the single barrel, which is a special, special, uh, version of Jack, man, that is smooth as can be a cold December night. You sip on just that, no ice, no nothing. Man, that, that'll get you there. Yeah, single barrel is one of my go-tos also. It's just so far out of my price range. Yeah. That it's I, it's I a special buy, occasion. I only buy it for dad. Yeah, <laughs> special occasion. It's a good gift. Um, but one great gift I got actually from dad uh, in return for, I think, uh, what was it, the bar? We, we, that is for the patio, whatever. Oh, what, the patio, yeah, yeah. The bar that you guys gave him. Yeah, he, uh, he contributed... Uh, a Frank Sinatra, uh, what's it? No, Sinatra, Sinatra Select, Sinatra Select, which is yeah. a Jack Daniels, and I put it right up there against the single barrel, and as far as smoothness goes, I mean it, it is really, really good. It's a special brand, of course, but man, it, it's uh, it's up there. You, you tried that, right? Oh yeah, it's delicious. I had it. I I'm the one who suggested it to Dad because he, you guys were going to give him that bar for free, and he was adamant about giving you something. So yeah, I was like, well, get him this if you want to give him something nice. I had had it before. I think uh, it was for someone's graduation and they got that bottle and they, everybody tasted it. And then, of course, right off the bat, they were like, oh, this needs soda. This needs Coke. Coke, put Coke in it. Jesus. Yeah. Like, why? I, I would make an argument. Our society has deteriorated uh, more and more over the years uh, based on the amount of sugar we put in our alcohol as we've put more sugar and mixers in our alcohol uh this started years ago it has slowly brought down our society we've slowly gone downhill would you agree you can make the same uh, argument with coffee coffee and whiskey how do you drink it that's how i can tell if i like you or not <laughs> <laughs> that, no truer words have been said yeah you see what did you put in there oh okay bunch of uh, sugar and cream wow you need to toughen up a bit uh, <laughs> you get these little keyboard warriors that are drinking lot lattes at like three in the afternoon i know but i can drink i can drink coffee all day and i sometimes do which isn't probably the best thing for you but yeah i'll drink i'll get coffee at three in the afternoon or something but again it's coffee it's not a dessert it's coffee it's something that like gives you a little energy and something hot to drink which is weird in the summer i know but that do you you drink coffee a long time, don't you? Up until it's time to start drinking whiskey, right? <laughs> yeah, go, I, I am I am a big believer of only drinking three beverages, CWW, coffee, water, and whiskey. That's my life. I have soda when I'm hungover because the carbonation helps, but that's it. So without further ado, I am hungover right now <laughs> and just trying to uh, make it through today. That's it. Beautiful Sunday. That's all you can do, man. That's all you can do. Well, you know what? I didn't hear uh, in there. You're not a big Irish Irish whiskey, so no Jameson for you. I I like Jameson, man. It's like a sweeter. Uh, it's Irish whiskey. It's okay. Proper twelve is proper. Is a lot yes. better than Jameson, though. I agree. McGregor's uh, whiskey. For those who don't know, uh, yeah, I would put. I've always liked Jameson, but I would put proper twelve up there against it. I'd put it above it because it's just it, it's a little. It tastes a little stronger. There's like a more of a like harshness to it i know a lot of people don't like that but i do mm -hmm. i'm not a sweets guy i'm a bitter guy or a salt guy yeah that sums up your life too i mean that's, yeah. <laughs> you're a bitter guy that is true <laughs> <laughs> you want if you want to that's the thing if you want to have dessert go get some ice cream 
don't corrupt it. Don't corrupt. I mean, it's like putting uh, sugar on steak. Like, you know, <laughs> you need steak for steak. Why would you put all this uh, soda and uh, different flavors into your, your whiskey? It's like, come on now. Don't get me wrong. A nice like cocktail, a certain concoctions. Okay, fine. Old fashioned. Old fashioned's really good. Gives you a little like, okay, a little flavor, a little class. But in general, you see people, let me get uh let me get a uh a jack and coke and coke and coke and coke or whatever. It's like, what are you doing? The only way those odd combinations work, and the only the only way that I like salt and salt and sweet together is a uh, chocolate covered bacon. I think it's one of the best things ever invented. Whoa. Is delicious. Where did this come from? The fair. Wow. Chocolate chocolate bacon. Now you got me like intrigued. Chocolate covered potato chips too isn't bad. Interesting. I had my first uh, fried Oreo uh, a month or so ago. We went to this fair thing. It was all right. It wasn't bad. Uh, And what was the other one? Fried fried Oreo. What other things do they make? Anyway, it doesn't matter. But yeah, I think you and I like dessert, but it's not like our big thing. It's nice to have some cookie or ice cream here and there, but I don't like crave it and stuff. Like some people do. Some people have to have a dessert with every meal. It's crazy. Oh yeah. It's my, my chick's the same way. She's it's, she wants, uh, what is that drink? Uh, boba oh. every single day. So you really, she, she weighs like 105 pounds. She has at least one of those every day, if not two. I was like, you realize if I take three sips of this, I'm going to gain 10 pounds right <laughs> off the bat. How do you do this? I mean, as a what as a, the gentleman before David Joe was saying, you know, Asians just have that type of metabolism. <laughs> just I guess that's how it works. Oh man, yeah. Um, so your whiskeys, you go Evan Williams. You know what I didn't say in there, which I think you turned me on to a Buffalo Trace. Very good. If I'm looking for something a little little nicer, a little more um, not special occasion, but just I'd like to, I don't know, have something outside the ordinary. I, I like Buffalo Trace. Yeah, that, that one's another good one. That I, doesn't make the list for me, but if it's on sale, yep. yeah, I'll take it. Interesting. Well, fans out there, if you got any uh, suggestions, although Sam and I have pretty much tried them all, uh, but if you have any suggestions, definitely throw them our way and we'll, we'll give, it a, give it a taste yeah. test. I wouldn't say I'm proud of it, but I kind of am that we've tried as many whiskeys as we have. Well, you know, I got a late start in life. You, you, uh, you were ahead of me there, but uh, I think we've made up for lost time. You know. Oh, excellent. I know. Last night we we did we did 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 just fine. <laughs> okay, <laughs> let's move on from that for now. You mentioned Dave Joe. Um, you always give me great feedback on the podcasts. Uh, first of all, I mean, this new format has kind of gone into place here for many months now. I'm real happy with kind of how it has evolved. Um. Maybe Mondays aren't for you. Maybe some people only tune in for Wednesday for Bill. But so far, I continue to have a guest on Fridays. It's not always easy, mm-hmm. but I'm trying to continue to get more new people and sometimes repeat people. But uh, what has been your honest assessment of uh, the the podcast, the overall product here the past few months? I like it. Yeah, I, I've been enjoying the guests. Uh, I did love uh, Patricio. Man, that was good. Uh, that was a really good one. I... I have good stories with him too. On the trip, I think on one of the summer trips, something happened to me. I still don't remember what it was, but I kept having this pain. I kept having this pain, like in my, like above my stomach, below my chest, whatever. But him, uh, Andy Chang, him and Andy Chang, I believe are the ones that ended up taking me to the hospital in El Paso, Texas. 
he and and mr taylor god bless him he he sat there with me all night he watched them like draw blood for me he was there with me he kept in contact with mom and dad i think it ended up being some elevated something in my liver or something like that i ended up being fine but yeah he 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 really he really is that good of a man i've had i've had a few other a few other interactions with him i think in fifth grade he was my spanish teacher and every time you got a question right, he'd give you a he'd give you a penny out of the or a nickel or something out of this little like case he had. It was, <laughs> it was great. Don't ask me why I remember that. I just do. That's funny. No, that that's great. Yeah, what a what a great man uh, he was. And uh, I just um, I yeah I was blown away that he was he's still so sharp. He's got such a great powerful voice. And we bounced around some topics. I did not know that Fernando Valenzuela story he told. That was really awesome. Um, that was awesome. Yeah. You know, it's just all the work he has done has been uh, phenomenal just for so many people in Mexico. And uh, who are some of you like Dave Joe? Dave Joe was, was cool. This most recent. Oh man. As soon as he brought up happy hour, I was in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he, he, uh, yeah, he was really, really fun to listen to. He's a, he, he, now that's that's someone I would love to have a beer with, honestly. Oh like, yeah, he, yeah. I'd love to hear more stories about about everyone in that, everybody in his class, basically. Yeah, what a great class, and and I've heard the stories, and he he's a guy I would have loved to seen play football because I've just heard he was he was great, man. A great yeah. teammate is what he, he I I kind of summed up from talking to him and hearing stories. I'm like, he's a guy you'd want yeah. on your team. So that was cool. Let's see who else. Uh, were some people you you enjoyed listening to? Um, I'm trying to think recently. They all kind of blend together. Uh, the oh, past uh, the past two before the past two before uh, Pat Taylor and David Joe, I, I didn't listen to. I just, I just didn't have time for it. But what was the one? Oh, before? Mike Gashopo and then Brad Hole, the Fullerton baseball guy uh Vern Sparling was a football official it's funny I kind of don't always have the I have like a a, a run of like real hondo care people yeah. and then I go you know another run from uh of, of non-care people or officials and things and so I try to keep it uh random but uh it most of my you know like the Joe Rogan podcast is mostly UFC fighters and comedians plus a few other ones uh my mine my guests are usually Carry like real Hondo prep people or officials, you know, from some way or one another. I did like the, uh, forgive me. I can't remember his name right now. Uh, San Diego. Mike Kashopo. Yeah, yeah. That was a good one. San Diego I really did like that. I liked hearing uh, everything from his standpoint. Mm-hmm. And it always comes back to, I guess the alcohol for me, I got to learn how they made that wine in there. He was, he, he was oh. describing it. <laughs> that, yeah, that wine and they'd make in prison. Oh, like, oh my oh, goodness. Like, well, uh, Let's give it a try. <laughs> <laughs> You're always looking to save a buck. Yeah. Wait, let me get some of that prison uh, wine you guys make. Is that what? What's Blake Shell? that rice wine? Give me that rice wine. <laughs> uh, you mean sake? Yeah, yeah, rice wine. <laughs> That's a funny one. If you guys would see that. What about the fast food draft I did with uh, Mike Jarbo? Did you get to see that? And did you? I think he won. He won. Yeah. Mm, I think okay. he won. Well, I was right there with you. I'm surprised nobody took Carl's Jr. I did. Oh, you did? I took Carl's. Oh, you, like, oh that's right. You did. I got the late round, like nine nine or ten picks. Oh, I'm sorry. It wasn't Carl's. It was a Jack in the Box. I was too. I was surprised. But honestly, having had so much of it when we were in Rio and care 
because it was the closest spot, right? I mean, I just, I don't know. I got tired of Jack in the Box in a sense, but a bacon ultimate cheeseburger is still one of the great, greatest things on the planet. Oh, I agree. So, and, and like the tacos, I think is the greatest fast food item ever made. <laughs> you can get four tacos and be full for two bucks. <laughs> like it, it's great. And then they're the munchy meal, not the munchy meal, the bacon and cheddar potato wedges. I always call them a heart attack in a box. Yeah. Like it's, it's terrible. Oh my goodness. Good curly uh, fries. Wait, what just happened? What just happened? They oh, kicked it in the net. Tie game. Italy scored. Italia, man, there's some great uh, costumes and stuff in the stands here. We've got people dressed as pizza. <laughs> people going nuts <laughs> right now, running around. Yeah, look at this gesture. I'll give them this. When when they score a goal, soccer fans do absolutely oh, lose their mind. That's the best celebration. Yeah. Man. The clock's still running. Stop the <laughs> clock. Oh man, I love this. Why is he? How come every time there's a goal scored, the guys always raise their hand? They were offside. So what? I hate the offside. Be rule. faster. It is the That's stupidest the that, rule in yeah. all of sports. It is, and wow. there's no one oh. offside. Oh, he took him down though. Wow, dude, he like. Sorry, guys, we're talking about soccer. You guys can't see it. Whew. Oh, he flopped. That was a flop. Who cares? Whatever. We, anyway, I'm all right. One to one. I guarantee. Can they tie in the final? No, they, they can't. can't? No, they can't tie. Okay, no. so someone's got to win. Yeah, I'm rooting for Italy for the Sopranos. So. What? <laughs> <laughs> what is? How do they break a tie? They just like have two guys there's do a, rock paper scissors, or how does that work in soccer? Uh, there's extra time. Uh, two sets of it. Two sets. Yeah, I think it goes. Why don't they just do a sudden I think it death? Goes fifteen minutes and fifteen minutes. I could be mistaken, and then they go to a shootout if the extra time to, is still tied. Why don't they just do sudden death? Sudden death's cool. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. I the, there was a game last week. I, can't, I think it was Italy. Yeah, they. I I can't remember exactly, what, but one. I don't watch it that much, but one team was up one zero, and then. They got tied, and then one team went up three one, and then they got tied again at three three, and then they went into extra time, then they went into shootouts. It was that was a game I even I think that you even would have enjoyed. Oh boy, soccer, man! Every time I try, I try. Soccer to me is like that date you go on. You know, when you're like, all right, I haven't been on a date in a while. I mean, I, I'm happily in a relationship now, but when I would say, okay, I'm going to go on a date, I'll try this. I know I probably won't like it, but maybe I will. And then five minutes in, I'm just like, why did I come on this date? I knew this wasn't going to go well. That's how I look at soccer. <laughs> well, there's a lot of noise, a lot I of mean, people, a lot of nothing happening. Just because there's no future doesn't mean that date can transpire into something better that evening. Well, that's true. That I'm true. not picky. <laughs> <laughs> clearly you drink $15 Evan Williams or whatever. Yep. Oh, that's great. So where were we? What were we saying? I don't know. We got off topic. We did. Oh, we were talking about your uh, other guests. Uh, oh, other guests. So yeah. Uh, the fast food draft. Yeah. Jack in the box back to Jack in the box. I agree. Uh, I was mad that uh, we didn't put Fazoli's in there, which was a, uh, it's a fast food Italian re uh, restaurant in honor of Italy here. Mm -hmm. uh, very, very good. Um, yeah, it was fun. I just, with the podcast, like you've thrown ideas to me. I'm always just trying to come up with something new. Now the format is what it is. Mondays is, is kind of open. Wednesdays is Bill Barnes. And, and I mean, we're getting some gear from fans and things. That's pretty cool. And then Fridays, I just try to have a conversation with someone about their life. But uh, that's kind of the format, but always open to ideas and things. That's why it's fun to try new things out as far as 
you know, a fast food draft or a, uh, I don't know, whiskey uh, ratings, whiskey rating, do a little tasting sometime. Um, and you even said, yeah, we'll bring, bring up the breathalyzer. (laughs) We'll bring up the breathalyzer. We'll say, listen, this is what is going to happen after (laughs) one drink. You're still intoxicated at too much to drive after one shot of whiskey. Yes. So call Freddie Monteblanco and get it right. Don't know. Don't waste your time with Uber. I'm right there with Bill Barnes on that. <laughs> yeah. Cause Fred will, uh, Fred will give you a discount or, or expect something from you. Who knows? But uh, no, we'll, we'll do that sometime. Sam, we'll have, we have a breathalyzer downstairs for safety purposes of guests here so that people can get home, get safe. home safe <laughs> product placement or get to the guest room safe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we'll have to see maybe who can get a high score on that. <laughs> oh, now it's a competition. Competition. I'm, I'm in. <laughs> What's the legal limit? Point, a- 0.08. Oh man, that's bad. I'm like a resting 0.06. So. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you take your blood and you're like, what is this? Uh, rye? <laughs> what blood type are you? Uh, bourbon. <laughs> Arresting point oh six. That's not bad. <laughs> you're built for this show. You know, when you're sober, I'm a lot better when I'm sober. To be honest with you, when I start drinking too much, I get a little, a little slower. You mean the podcast or life? <laughs> uh, yes. Yes. <laughs> oh my goodness! Seventy one minutes. This this clock always trips me out. Oh, so I can't believe soccer's on during my show. But whatever. <laughs> uh, yeah. So the fast food. Some great guests. Looking forward to uh, a few more. Uh, guests of uh, the podcast this Friday. I have a former football official, John Hyde, who uh, worked in the, where did he work? Uh, worked in the fuel industry for like, um, oh, I'm sorry. I, I messed it up. I had it written down. Uh, not the military, but uh, he was a quality uh, fuel specialist for the defense logistics agency. So mm-hmm. I'll, uh, you'll have to tune in Friday for that. He's lived all over. He talks about, uh, living in Italy, living in Belgium uh, for his job. And of course, all the different bars and, and and things of that nature that he's seen over the years. So fun conversation with John Hyde on Friday that I hope people will tune into. And as I mentioned, I know not many people listen or watch on the Monday show. I get it. It's just me usually. And that's my treat to you guys. I tell you guys on Monday who the guest is on Friday, if I have it lined up already. So that's kind of my reward for those who tune in Mondays. Yeah, I kind of see... Uh... Uh, starting to see a list over here. Is this confidential information? Well, this is all my list up here on the wall is these are all people that I haven't contacted, but that I uh, thought might be a potential, potentially a great guest to come on here. And one I'd love to get on even before he had his health scare was, uh, was Pete Clark. Now I'd love to have him on man. Oh, a coach, a guy that coached you and I both when we were young kids. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. He was definitely one of my favorite coaches growing up. Him and uh, man, we had some great coaches. And the Gators had some great coaches. We had a shit team. Yeah, here, but no talent. Yeah. <laughs> oh, great coaches. Yeah, great coaches. Rick Johnson, mm. uh, Gary Shintaku, the legend. Man, Pete Clark. Yeah, I still remember when he came over. Man, that was that was awesome. Though I'm glad he's doing better. So yeah, I saw he's on a little road trip right now. Guys, guys, uh, you know, in the hospital, a uh, very scary scene. And now he's road tripping with his yeah. wife, uh, eating great food and just living life. You got to yeah. love it. Man, just a true man right there. <laughs> I'm, I, I drank too much whiskey last night and I had a hard time getting up the stairs right here. <laughs> <laughs> man, 
PC4, we love you. I'd love to have you on the program. Uh, I'm trying to see if there's anyone else up here that I uh, that you would. Uh, I don't know. Who would you like to see on? Who's who's someone that comes to mind that maybe you haven't heard heard from or like you would like to see come on here? Uh, I think you might have uh, reached out to him already, but I'm I'm not sure. Uh, Mr. Parker. Joe Parker? Joe Parker. Yeah, one of your I, favorite coaches, yeah, right? I liked him and I bashed heads a lot several times, but yeah, I, he was still one of my favorite coaches. He pushed you, man. He yeah. pushed you in a good way. Yeah. Um, yeah, he, he, I'd love to have him on to maybe work that out. Uh, I've reached out to a few other few other care Rio individuals. Um, what what about uh man, Mr. Drain's retirement party coming up here in a couple weeks? Did you hear about that? Yeah, I saw the update for it. I I don't know if I'll be able to make it, but it's when is it? August fourteenth. August fourteenth at Care Park. It's a Saturday, six o'clock, I believe. I don't know how long it's going to be, but I'm I'm trying to get out of work and, and get there. Not get out of work, but trying yeah. to leave leave early to get there and, and be there for that. Yeah. Oh man. So last weekend, long weekend. Went to uh, dad was dad was out a uh, was out a was out seeing his lady for the weekend. So I. I, I took it upon myself or, and to go to the house. What a good son. Water the yard, you know, <laughs> just being the good, the great son that I am. So humble. Um, but, you know, I brought, I brought my lady with me. We just kind of like chill, we chilled for a few days. We went to, uh, went to go on a hike on, uh, on Monday, the 5th, I think it was. But anyway, long story short, we were, we were driving by, we were driving by over in La Cunada and then we drove by uh, where we used to play Flint Ridge. Oh, yeah. And I was, I was trying to explain things to her. I was like, yeah, this, this school was a rivalry of ours. And I was like, they're, I was like, they're little bitches over there basically. <laughs> but I was like, I always hate these rich entitled fucks. <laughs> um, uh, but anyways, she was just like, oh, so where'd you go to school? I was like, long story. <laughs> and I tried to explain it to her. I was like, you know, this is this, this school was a private school, but it's not your average private school. So I was like, I just, I can't tell you. I can, I, all I can do is show you. Oh, so we drove and I drove, I, we drove over there on a, on a Monday morning and I was like, okay, this street was called quiet street. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, what? Like, well, we had a lot of buses going up and down this street at all hours of the uh, day and night. So they, we made a rule. We, it was quiet street. We couldn't talk when we got on the street. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, that, well, that's nice. Like, yeah. Yeah. It was really nice. And then I was like, all right, okay, so here we go. We pull in and I was like, this is it. <laughs> she was like, this is a private school? Yeah. yeah. Ouch. And I was like, you see that giant building over there? Yeah, when I was here, that wasn't here. It was, it was a, just a big pavilion. The tent. Yeah. yeah. And I, we drove all the way down and I, 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 you know me, I'm like, I'm not, I don't want to catch anybody's eye or anyone yeah. recognize me so but i'm pretty sure i saw uh dan kirby was there he was walking he was walking uh where the donkey basketballs used to be got to get him on the podcast yeah he's he's another must but then i i drove <laughs> i was like yeah so this was it this is where we used to play basketball that trailer is over there where we used to have this class and then uh we're driving out and i see uh, mr Mosier, and i again i don't I, of course i yeah. just try to play it off and i i'm just a random person driving in and out and uh no no disrespect to anybody it just yeah. it's how i am uh 
and I see him, I see him like supervising a couple kids with like weed whackers up there where you exit. Oh, you know, that's about, and then I was just like, yeah, those kids are probably working off demerits. She was like, what? What's a demerit? What's a demerit? Okay. Basically (laughs) if you do something bad, you get a demerit and you don't want to get more demerits because then you're ineligible to play. And then you're, there's a bunch of other crap that can happen. I was like, like my demerits were stupid. It was sagging. It was using my drumsticks on the, uh, on the uh, classroom door, stuff like that, or being late or something like that. And I was like, and she was just like, this isn't a private school. You're lying to me. I was like, no. And then like, and then you see this house, I used to hang out here and this is where this person lives. This whole block is basically like, you know, RHP alumni. Yeah. She was like, this is, this is odd. And I was like, yeah. And then over there we go, there's a wash that there's a wash that we would always like play ba- baseball in or go for runs in. She was like, oh, so that was where, uh, when you were, you were making out with girls, you would retreat there. I was like, yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm very, very sorry. But they, everyone knew it was going on. breaking news. Yeah. Everyone knew it was going on. Yeah. We'd have to jump over this large gate, run around the block and then come back through the entrance. Like nothing happened <laughs> just to not get caught. Cause then we weren't eligible to play football. Yes, exactly. <laughs> And that thought scared me away from girls for a long time because I was like, I'm not missing a game, but you know, that to each his own. At least I didn't give up the location because (laughs) kids and kids there today, you know, I don't want to ruin it for them. No, 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 no. (laughs) Things have changed a little bit there, but uh, yeah, no, it's, it's real is a hard place to explain, but it's a wonderful place to explain and talk about because so many great memories, so many, (laughs) we got to do things no one else got to do. No. experience and i mean just uh, incredible I, nothing but love for that place and uh this is what i'm talking about sam this guy he's acting like he look at he got shoved and he's acting like he just got hit by a free safety in in the head on a pass over the middle he didn't even get shoved <laughs> he fell down <laughs> it's flopping dude yeah but how long do you flop? These guys flop for 90 seconds, like LeBron. I can't feel my leg. I can't feel now, he's, now he's grabbing his leg. I thought it was his head. Oh, sock. Oh, what is? what are they bringing out? Smelling salts? Yeah, it looks a little rough. And the clock is still running. That's the sauce for the stop, the oh, added time at the end. I guess so. I, I, I can whining I, in sports. Oh, I just, man, I'm alive. Every single time. He says, oh, I got shot. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> oh my goodness, every time. I know basketball players take charges and things too, but yeah, they don't lay there for an hour unless you're LeBron James. No, they're too busy kneeling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, really oh, our NBA update. I'm just kidding. We don't talk <laughs> NBA. All those Phoenix Suns, good for you. About to win a title, it looks like. Uh, I, You know what? Hockey playoffs. I watched a little. I thought it was awesome that the team from Florida, from the state that opened up, and I know the players on the teams are not Floridians or there's Canadians on that team and, you know, Americans on the Canada team. But Tampa Bay beating Montreal in five games, just kicking their, you know what, mm-hmm. was awesome. So, like, USA, USA, because Canada is uh, worse draconian lockdown measures than we do. So I thought it was awesome that not only American team won, a team from the free state of Florida. God bless Ron DeSantis. They're a the great next governor. president. Oh man. I agree. I yeah. do. I do agree with that. I even think like say Trump did run again, which I'm, I'm, I'm not so sure about like, eh, he's going to be 78. Maybe he can just be an influencer. I don't know. But if he does run again, how, how amazing would that be? Trump, 
DeSantis as his VP, just, you know, four years, warm him up. And then DeSantis goes for eight. What do you think? 12, 12 years of DeSantis in some form. Oh, I'd love it. I'd love it. Is Candace Owens old enough to be vice president? <laughs> <laughs> well, she, yeah, absolutely. She should, she should be, uh, you know, some type of a uh, higher up in the, in any administration. She would be, she would be fantastic. I know her husband's uh, British. So she's probably rooting for England here. Big time. Let's get her on the, her on the podcast. Oh, that'd be fantastic. Uh, yeah, Candace Owens, absolutely. Um, you've been listening to more and more podcasts. Uh, I try to throw some your way. I know you're a busy man at work, but there's two in particular I think that you really like. Uh, one has been going on a while, and one is a little more new. Uh, you can talk about both of them, but the Talking Sopranos, which is fantastic. Yeah, I've, I'm I'm all I'm all caught up with it now. I have to wait a week like a peasant <laughs> in between each episode. Steve Sharippa and Michael uh, Imperioli break down each episode uh, of the show weekly and then also have a guest on there uh, for the first 30 minutes or so. It's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk about that, but also uh, a new newer podcast uh, that's in video form as well uh, on YouTube and such. Fearless with Jason Whitlock and yeah. Uncle Jimmy. Uncle Jimmy is amazing. What a oh, so funny. You want entertaining. You want uh, in- informative. That's a great podcast. One hour daily. That they put out just started last week. Uncle yeah. Jimmy's hilarious. I've only made it through one episode. Oh, really? I just haven't had the time at work. So I'm, but now I'm going to, I'm going I'm to, I'm going to push through. Mm-hmm. I got them so many podcasts now. I got the Get Home Safe podcast, which is number one on the list, wow. obviously. Come on. Uh, talking Coming to you Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. As I you- can't believe you, did, you didn't win a Webby. I know. Yeah. I know. I wasn't even in the I'm not making any money off of this. I'm not monetized. I should have the best. There should be a reward award for the best free podcast. <laughs> the best worst podcast. The best, whatever, yeah. <laughs> the best freest uh, make no money off of it podcast. Is podcast it most likely to be canceled. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Uh, most controversial. Ooh, we need to up it up. Although Bill, Bill brings controversy on Wednesdays usually. Well, this will be a good week then because I'm starting it off for everybody. What I want to do is I want to have you on like monthly. Once a month, yeah. I don't think that's asking a lot. And yeah. we can do it this way where maybe you hang out on a Saturday night and stay and we record Sunday morning. So we can. I, mean, I prefer that. Not yeah. do it through Zoom and you not be drunk yet. Yeah. Unless, if, I, if I'm at home, I just get bored and I start drinking and then I really want a cigarette. So, by the way, this podcast is sponsored by Marlboro. <laughs> <laughs> really? I didn't know this. See, like, whatever. Hey. I'm a man of the people or whatever. Uh, one, one, one year, one year, one week, we'll have to watch a Rams game and record probably just like a first quarter and just be sit here. And so people can see like, we're pretty calm individuals. Unless this team's playing they're they're playing Sam and I turn into just uh, savages and yeah. wild men, but it's almost expected whenever something bad happens. It's like, well, it's the Rams. Yeah. I know. I know, man, a couple more. This is a good thing that you're on because Mondays again, get to be harder and harder. Football season is pretty easy. Just react to Sunday and Saturday. Um, The winter season. All right. I can talk, uh, you know, basketball, March Madness and things. Mario Brothers. Mario Brothers. That's a good (laughs) costume for the Italian crowd there. But here we are the dog days, middle of July until the end of August. That's going to be a tough six weeks, man. We get, we get football coming September, but Month and a half from from here to there, it's going to be a long couple of weeks waiting for football to get here. 
yeah this is the worst this is the worst time of the year it starts to get really hot you don't have a lot of a lot going on so you're like forced to go to the movie theater or something <laughs> there's no, yeah yeah if those are still open but yeah there's there's nothing like big happening there's you know like even fury even Fury, Fury I know that fight. that's why we're such big fight fans because that's a weekly thing. There's something on, but yeah, Tyson Fury test positive for COVID. So, th- so Fury Wilder is going to be delayed now. Yep, because I think they said until October. Ah, oh. but at least we're uh, uh, hey, we're going to start the fall season the right way. Okay, I like it. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's just crazy. I, I love fighting fight i wish more and more fights were on Sundays. I think you and I have had this conversation before. Mm-hmm. Sunday afternoon, everyone's home. Like it's a perfect time to have big fights. Yep. You know, nothing's on. Nothing is I'm not on. Not gonna watch what Days of Our Lives or whatever <laughs> is that even on on Sundays? I don't. There's nothing to watch. There's probably. soccer. <laughs> I'm still tied in the 86th minute here. Yeah. I can't believe this is the most soccer I've watched in like 10 years. <laughs> hey, you get out there and you try doing this for 90 minutes. Yeah, I was three-time Care Youth League soccer champion. What are you talking about? <laughs> that was your team. That 92, 93, 94, three peat. We lost in triple A's. That was like Anthony Mason taking over. Three titles in a row. Hey, hey, he wasn't he wasn't there till uh till double A. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, who else? Uh Nick Fuentes. Fuentes, he he did quite a bit. That's yeah. right. Uh Brian Armansky. He took a team. You're, you're yeah. going back on some names there. Uh who was Har Harmon? Jonathan Harmon, yeah. Jonathan Harmon. Who was, okay. who was your uh his, his brother was on it. Brian? Ryan? Brian Harmon, I Brian think. Harman, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he was on your team. Um, you know what I can't speaking of sports that I'm like, okay, I know it's a tough time right now, but this was even before uh this kind of dog days of summer here. You know what I can't stand seeing on like sports channels or like promoted as a sport? Two things spelling bees and dog shows. What in the hell are they doing on ESPN or Fox Sports One or whatever? Come on, we have no standards anymore. Spelling bees and dog shows. <laughs> they're tremendous athletes oh my goodness yeah, they are they just want their name now dog shows is there a what are dog shows i don't even know what they are is there a trans dog <laughs> oh, i just want to know you had to go there. i'm curious <laughs> they walk them around they didn't even do like events or anything i don't think i quite honestly i could be wrong because i don't watch a dog show i flip i see that that's on i go right past it Hot dog eating contests. Okay, that's when you brought up this morning. Yeah, I I support uh, guys who can eat a lot of hot dogs. Joey Chestnut, man, you're a true warrior. But as far as it being a sport on a sports network, I don't know about that. It was a. I think it was a uh, after because at our work at our at our work right now, I think the the CEO is a really big soccer fan. So long story short, he said, talk, talk to it. He said, push ESPN to all the TVs. We're going to, we're going to watch soccer at work. Wow. Like, everybody. So I'm just sitting there watching <laughs> soccer all day. And, and, uh, but afterwards ESPN was still on at the end of one day and I had a 30 for 30 on that. Uh, I can't remember Japanese or Chinese. The guy, the guy that was like the world eating champion forever. Uh, what Nakatani or whatever. Yeah. Something oh, like that. Uh, there was a 30 for 30 on him. No way. Yeah. <laughs> it was so funny. <laughs> that is hilarious. Um, back to podcasts. So talking Sopranos, uh, really well done. There's been some amazing guests on there and it's, it's a, it's like two and a half hours, but it's a weekly thing. So you could watch, you could watch it or listen to it pretty quick if you space it out. Mm-hmm. Um, but I love the format they do there. And then 
fearless with Jason Whitlock and uncle Jimmy really informative. Uh, Jason, man, smart guy who just says it how it is. And he's fearless. I, I love that. He's finally has a platform now that we can listen to him on a daily basis. Yeah, it, it really, I'm, I'm really happy. There's something daily because you're waiting a week for talking Sopranos year every other day. Cause you're, you refuse to work, but, <laughs> but this one's every day and it's entertaining. Yeah. It, it's really good. And uh, there's a lot of options out there. I'm a big Dennis Prager guy, uh, Clay Travis and Buck Sexton. They have, they took over for Rush Limbaugh. I, I wasn't sure how that was going to work. I wasn't thrilled about Clay having a sidekick, but it's been phenomenal. Mm-hmm. You know, Clay Travis and Buck Sexton, he used to work for the CIA. So he has a, an interesting angle on current events and topics. It's really, really well done. You can listen to that in podcast form as well. Daily radio show. Um, so again, just commercial, just throwing it out there to people. Um, let me see here. Sam, I did walk-up songs a few weeks ago, asking people, what would be your walk-up song? Or when you're a baseball player or a fighter coming out of the tunnel. Uh, I know you probably have some strong opinions of what, what would be your walk-up song? Come, you know, I've, I've continuously thought about that, and I just I can't think of anything. I'm going to go, and it's going to be a weird one. Okay. It's a Almost Famous by g Easy. Almost Famous. Mm-hmm. It's not not what you would think, but there's like good points to the lyrics. Um, and then the other one would probably be Show Goes On by Lupe Fiasco. That's pretty good. Yeah. That's a pretty good one. Because like when you come out of a tunnel, you want kind of a, a nice beat, kind of a nice rhythm where it just like it it just takes over the room. That's kind of the whole concept of you come the, the walk up song. So well, those aren't bad. What about um, I'm not huge into horse racing, but I always find horse names funny when you see when you see horse names. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you know uh, something like. Uh, big uh, cold six pack or you know you see some funny funny names i thought what would be what would be your horse name tickle my tummy <laughs> <laughs> that's the first thing that popped into my head <laughs> oh back to the walk-up song okay I just thought of, i just thought of the number one number one no leaf clover metallic yes yes that yes you're marching in mm. it's that you can't beat the beat you can't you're right the beginning of that song that was one of my all-time favorite songs, and I've always I've forgotten about that. But that would have been mine because uh, they play it with like the San Francisco Orchestra yeah. or Symphony or whatever. It, it's it's rock music, Metallica rock music with violins and stuff. It's awesome. Yeah, it's great fantastic. song. Yeah, you you think someone's about to get a, like a, a city's about to get slaughtered? Or something. <laughs> it's fantastic. Oh man, that's a yeah, that's a really really good one. So yeah, good good walk up songs there. Um, Sam, what is a good day to you? Like what's a the end of the day and you're just like, man, today was a good day. It can be work-related, non-work-related. What what makes Sam Hersma's day? Uh lately on Saturdays I uh I take my lady and her dogs and her little brother to a school and it's like kind of like quarantined off or it's a, it's got gates all, all the way around it. So we could just let the dogs run wild, have a good time skateboarding there, which has been just something that I've been getting back into. It's fun. Since we used to injure ourselves on, uh, on our street, <laughs> the, yeah. the hill going into bricks and all kinds of stuff as kids, uh, doing something like that mixed along with, you know, just 
feeling accomplished, whether that's working out, whether that's getting something done. Like, I don't know about you, but I, if I get, if I get cleaning done in the house, cleaning, laundry, vacuuming, mopping, doing all that type of stuff. No, it's not the most masculine thing in the world, <laughs> but when I sit down and then, I, and then say, I go on a run after that, when I sit down, I feel like, all right, I've earned this whiskey. I'm about to have at four in the afternoon <laughs> <laughs> and it ends with whiskey, maybe a new movie, uh, watching it, watching it with my lady, maybe uh, that leading into other things with my lady, but you know, just chill stuff. I don't need, yeah. I don't need much. I just have to feel accomplished in order, in order to completely relax. And, but are there days too where, you know, you, you're just like, I don't want to do anything today. I, I don't want to do any accomplishment. I just want to space out, recharge the batteries, or do you kind of have to, are you built where you kind of have to do something every day just to be like, I'm a functioning person? No, no. But on the other days I have to do it. It, it all, it always goes back to earning it. Yeah. I can't just sit. I can't sit on the couch like a piece of shit all day for a whole week. No, not a whole I, week. I can do it, but I'll feel terrible. You have it. told me that there were days where you've, you know, got Postmates or Uber Eats for three consecutive meals. And yeah. Yeah, that's not all the time though. Yeah, I, I had a bad ankle that day and I didn't <laughs> want to go anywhere. So I said, I gave the leave it at the door option. All I had to do was get to the front door, went back to watching some TV, went back to watching some sports and it was the same delivery guy. No way. Yeah. He probably did he like, judge you. I, I told him, I was like, please don't judge me. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Mr. Hersema. Good to see you again. <laughs> She's like, can I get your order for your next meal right now? <laughs> That's great. I literally, I wore, I would roll over. I'd roll over one way. Cause whenever I stay at dad's, I always sleep on the couch. I don't know why. Still go to my bed, but I rolled over and I instantly was like, I need coffee. Yeah. Uh, and then i went back to bed and waited for the notification <laughs> you gotta be kidding me you postmated coffee wow. coffee and, and you know a little egg muffin and oh yeah of course of course yeah, gonna, if you're gonna get wet might as well go swimming yeah. you know <laughs> yeah. that's great well because because honestly there's days i oh man now that i could get into he just clotheslined the guy that's a horse collar, that's horse collar. <laughs> 15 yards <laughs> can't do that what when did manu ginobili start playing soccer <laughs> Giorgio Chiliano or what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he looked just like uh, uh, Manu Giobli. All right, this game's not over yet. Come on, what, oh, just go to the shootout. We're already. in added time. We're in added the six minutes right now. It's probably going to be called. This will be the last possession right here. And then then the extra time. And they're going to hug each other and play uh, another another extra. Okay, now we're doing extra time probably. 20 minutes. All right, whatever. Um, <laughs> can we talk through this? And okay, there they go. End of regulation. One to one shocking <laughs> no way shut up give me my woca cola oh yeah here's your round two you get your woca cola uh zero for round two I'm sam hersema now let's round two in this series we'll discuss Isn't that a why good, good sound we'll discuss why you should give reparations to <laughs> so stop it <laughs> <laughs> It's always something with you, man. Oh, I can never trust you. Hey, you told me earlier in the week, you said you re-listened to our podcast. I think it was like Halloween. And you said you like predict you. I don't know why you went back and listened, but you said you. you yeah. You I went back something? and listened to it because I, I wanted to, I wanted to remember something. It's not important. Okay. But uh, I, I remembered that I said it during that podcast and uh, Turner and Hooch. 
Oh, you predict? Yeah, anyway. that's what you said. You predicted the Rams the season. Ram- the Rams season. I said they're going to lose before the NFC Championship. Sure as shit, they did. Not bad. Well, I'm excited, man. It's it's coming up. I would love for us to get to a game at that new stadium, but it's going to be pricey. Uh, I almost forget Matt Statford. Stat Padford. Stat Padford is uh, is their quarterback. Now. Yeah, I keep looking. I keep looking at the Rams website, waiting to see Jared Goff, and I see Stat Padford. And I'm like, <laughs> what the? That's a new podcast, Flying Coach, mm. with Peter Schrager and Sean McVay, and they they interview coaches like Kyle Shanahan and uh, uh, Cliff Kingsbury and stuff. And I haven't listened to it at all, but it looks phenomenal. Oh, uh, yeah, I. You sent me the link to it, and I'm, I, I'll get to it. It's just there's only so many podcasts I, know, I can listen I know. to. What's going to happen is is I'll probably get a football itch here in, in August, and I'll start, like, burning through it on, like, Sundays or something. Yeah. But back to the whole relaxing thing, like, I'm a believer, like, if you run hard during the week, you know, you, you are working your job, you're doing maybe something else outside of that, you are, I don't know, hobby or whatever, you kind of earn that right to relax on an off day. Like, I, truth be told, like, man, I, I get to Sundays, and I'm just like – it would be nice to go do something, but I don't really want to do anything. <laughs> I want to sit around and, you know, tomorrow we do it all again. I start doing podcasts. I start uh, driving for Uber and I, you know, I work uh, my regular job. So it's like, there's not much time to go around really. Mm-hmm. So the time you do have, it's like, I want to do nothing. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's about earning it, you know, earning it's it. Like, Gotta earn if it. you're not sore, you need to do more. You know? Oh, that's a great quote. I literally just, you just up made that, that up. Yeah. Like five seconds ago. <laughs> <laughs> if you're not sore, you need to do more. And so you can be sore physically. You could be sore mentally. You could be look at stress you. your body a little bit. People, uncle Sam, I bring to you guys, uncle Sam, uh, he, he doesn't have any nephews or nieces. Uh, thank goodness. But <laughs> not, uh, yeah. Yeah, hey, hey, stop it. But Uncle Sam, uh, he collects your it's what well, I wanted to have you on as like a segment, something Uncle Sam related as far as you know, pay the pay the taxes, pay up with Uncle Sam or something like mm-hmm. that was kind of my thought with you. And he looks great with the American flag behind you. It really does. <laughs> the only thing missing is a cigarette. That's a true American. <laughs> and your count, are you twitching yet? You're ready to go. Mm-hmm. If you're not sore, you need to do some more. If you're not sore, you need to do more. Wow. That might be our title. No, that's pretty good, Sam. God bless you, man. That, that, that's hilarious. And it could be anything that could be, it goes with drinking too. Yeah. If you don't have a hangover the next day, <laughs> you didn't do it right. <laughs> what was the Sinatra quote? I think Sinatra said, uh, maybe it was Dean Martin said something like, I feel bad for people who don't drink because when they wake up, that's the best they're going to feel all day. He's <laughs> <laughs> got a great point. <laughs> if you're hungover, you feel progressively better throughout the day. Yeah. You wake up like the day only gets better. You wake up feeling like shit. And by the end of the day, you just want another drink. <laughs> <laughs> Those guys are legends, man. Those guys just <laughs> party hard, ran hard. Um, oh, you didn't get the, uh, you didn't listen to the most recent talking Sopranos. Mm-mm. Steve Sharipa has a story about Frank Sinatra. Really? And the members only jackets. Oh, okay. I can't wait for that. Yeah. It's pretty cool. And, and to those people who haven't seen the Sopranos, look at, uh, we have a lot of, you know, care youth league, uh, listeners out there. It, it, it's graphic. It has, you know, sex and language and, you know, a lot of violence. I mean, it's, it's definitely not for everybody. Everything a growing boy needs, but, <laughs> but it's, it's a good, it's a good show and uh, really good, good writing and everything. Anything mafia related. I'm really into, no. we're both fired up for the movie. Oh, many saints in Newark. That's going to be yeah. great. The prequel, the um, 
Sopranos prequel written by David Chase. Can't wait for that. Um, What did I ask you earlier? We talked about that. Um, Yeah. You watch us on YouTube, Sam? You tune in. Do you like the YouTube format of this thing? I like the YouTube format. It's uh, I'll watch the first few minutes of it. Uh, just see if you guys do anything in the beginning to see uh, to see Bill's ugly face. And <laughs> by the way, I don't know why I got the same microphone as Bill. Who the hell knows what he's done to this thing? Well, you you both like to rock away from it, so I don't know. Yeah. We'll have to just get headsets here soon. <laughs> you know, be great. But I'm looking forward to you know hopefully. In a few months here, move to a new spot. And a big factor of the move has been the studio aspect. Like got to have an extra room, a den or an extra bedroom or whatever to really make a, a good looking studio. And I'm thinking something along the lines where we almost put it in a corner with the background so that you can use two walls for kind of like Clay Travis does with his outkick the show mm-hmm. where he has, you know, uh, techno bowl thing and you know other stuff like that um i don't know that's definitely a factor in us moving into a new place hopefully is the studio and what we can do with it yeah oh you should do it the same way you should do it the way that they do it on other podcasts where they're kind of on like different corners Uh when you you have bill and yourself socially distanced of course yes (laughs) well with the cheap microphone i have you know there's only so much you can do but this is the wide view uh computer mic that i that i got um but always improving. We'll get to, we'll, we'll make sure your new place has a little she shed for you. She shed. <laughs> I need a new laptop too. Look at this thing. This is, this thing was in the, the computer lab at Rio back in 1999. <laughs> <sometime>. <laughs> this I did do need some work. Um, what do you think, Sam? Did you hear about the, the Kurt Warner movie coming out? Yeah, I saw it. I saw the preview for it. It looks little corny, but it's, it's a book we both read. Yeah, basically. It's based oh. off of that, right? What what a great story. Yeah, the Kurt Warner story. I mean, still one of the best stories in all of sports, I think. And yeah. Dennis Quaid plays uh, Coach Vermeil. That's pretty cool. Yeah, he looked pretty good as Vermeil. I miss Dick Vermeil. Oh, what man. How is he now? He would just, he, I mean, how would you not go play hard for that guy when he's like crying and telling you he loves you and stuff? Yeah. I'm like, okay, I'll do whatever. Yes, sir. I love it. I still watch that, uh, that highlight of that season. And at the end, after at the end after they win, when he's hugging Kurt Warner and Kurt Warner's crying and saying like "Thanks for the chance," and then oh. Dick Vermeil's going around to everybody, he was like, "Hey, Demarco, you're a world champion." <laughs> <laughs> and then he went out. He went out with a bang. Uh, I said, "I mean, what a leader! Talk about leaders!" Yeah, that yeah. was. Well, he went to the Chiefs after that. Didn't after he? came back after a few years. It's uh, it's funny how guys do that. They'll leave, recharge batteries. Wouldn't that be nice if you could do it at your job? Hey, I'm going to leave for a couple of years. I'll be back, but I just need some time off. I'll be back. Just make sure the salary is right. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to do that. Oh my goodness. Uh, the, unless you got something else, there's, there's just one thing I want to close with you. And it's not on a negative note, really. It's just, uh, you know, I, I see people, I see these posts on Facebook about uh, these movies made in the 1990s would be problematic today or uh you know this television show this movie it would never fly today and i'm thinking to myself people are offended by shows from like 10 or 20 years ago or even longer i'm like you people got to get a life you you're you're you we look to be offended so much these years so so much these days it's it's crazy man oh that movie that was made 30 years ago didn't have 2021 standards how dare they what, what, 
I don't know if we need more hobbies or what the people is. Some people have a hobby of just being offended and looking for things to cry about. Yeah. I think Bruce Willis should apologize for doing Die Hard. <laughs> it should have been given to either a woman, a trans, or a different ethnic person. That, that, that was very wrong of them. And to make Hans Gruber, an immigrant, the, the villain, is, it's terrible. Drop from a roof? Yeah. Drop from a roof. He, no, they should have, he should have pulled him back up, given him a hug, and, uh, <laughs> put, and lightly placed him on a cot in the back of an ambulance. Joan McClain. I'll yeah, be Joan, the, Joan, Joan McClain. I'll be the next Die Hard Joan movie. And Hans Gruber. Yeah. Lewis, rest in peace, Hans. One of the greatest villains, I think, in all of all the of greatest movies. villain. I mean, the the OG really. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm an exceptional thief. I'm an exceptional thief. <laughs> <laughs> He's spectacular. But yeah, I just it's getting worse, Sam. Where you know, pe- like the show Friends, people look at that and they're like. Well, these are these are ten moments in Friends that that are completely inappropriate. It's like it wasn't filmed yesterday; it was filmed ten years, twenty years ago. Yet, why, why don't we look? We never look forward. Everyone wants to look back, and I'm and I, I I'm a big believer in history and learning from our uh, our history, our, our you know our mistakes and our uh, great moments. But I just don't understand this this fascination. Oh, we oh, got to go! go. Oh, they oh. kicked it out of bounds freaking soccer. So I don't understand this fascination with being offended and, and just triggered. It's, I even heard that being triggered is a wrong word now because it's like gun related that we're being triggered by the word triggered. Wow. You know what I mean? People got to get a life, get a hobby, do something. I don't know, but I'm, I mean, I'm offended by soccer. I really am, but it's not that big of a deal. Like you're watching it. I forcibly, um, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Everything, every little thing. If everything is offensive, then maybe nothing is truly offensive. If you're going to, it takes away from what really is offensive. It's not, you either agree with something or you don't. Being offended isn't a valid third option. It's yeah. just not. And I'm sorry, but when, stop looking, like you know, there's the whole thing with friends. It was like, it was, what do they say? It was too white. Like, yeah, well, there's relax. Six Okay. Like, so yeah. Or, you know, the, some of the scenes they had, uh, I just, for, as an example, one of the funniest comedy bits, uh, stand-up comedy, uh, scenes I've ever seen. And I laugh hard every single time is something I completely disagree with completely Jim Jeffries and gun control. Yeah. But he is so funny with how he says it mm-hmm. and, and how he paints a picture. And I get I find myself laughing hysterically, even though it's it's it things I completely disagree with. But people can't do that or just ignore it, you know? Yeah. I, I know exactly the stand-up you're talking about. I love <laughs> it's hysterical. I'm laughing just thinking about yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, it's it's not gonna it's not gonna change. People are gonna find a different way to get offended by something else. And uh, yeah. I just feel with these people that make a living uh, of uh, oppression and offended being offended. It's like, you almost just have to ignore them or tell them to screw off. Like, because they're going to move on to something else. If they're going to move right on to something else, too many people apologize. You know, the Drew Brees thing, when he apologized for his, uh, you know, uh, reckless and uh, extreme viewpoint on the national anthem and the U S flag they, they came after him and he apologized. You never apologize to the mob because they're going to get you later on, or they're going to, 
It's a movement. It's called a movement for a reason. It keeps going. It never ends. They always are looking for something else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, what's, what do you think's next? That's a fun game. You should, do a, you should do a poll on that. What's the next thing to be canceled? Uh, like when the, everyone, like what did they do? The uh, Uncle Ben, they did the uh, oh, the Aunt, Aunt Jemima, yeah, Aunt Jemima. They did Land of the Lakes, which I don't understand what, about Land of the Lakes. They did the most American thing possible. <laughs> they kept the land and took away the Indian. <laughs> what? Sam, you're going to get us thrown off of YouTube. We should be buying more land of the lakes. <laughs> I thought you were a casino guy. What are you talking about? Yeah, but they, they've taken enough of my money. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, alive. Yeah, I switched over to uh, another butter when I saw that. I'm like, I'm not supporting uh, overreactions of things. I'm just not going to do it. Yeah, no, there'll be something. Let's see. What can we look around at here? White claw. White claw. White. Are you kidding me? Should be black claw. Uh, great. I just told everyone what we're, what we're drinking. <laughs> I'm drinking Coke. <laughs> yeah, your woke woke cola is what oh, you're drinking. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What? Just uh, take a look around. Oh, yeah. Just look around the room, and uh, and and something will be offensive. Well, I got. I do have a John Wayne calendar for those who don't get to see it on YouTube. Uh, yeah. Big time problematic there. That's terrible. I, you know, I know, but, but people who watch this show, they kind of know who I am or I don't know. Apparently I'm this awful person. You ever been treated that way? Like you're some awful person because yes. you believe a certain thing yeah, or whatever. I love it. So I'm much. like, <laughs> thank you. That's the nicest thing anyone's ever said to me. <laughs> I guess so. Oh man. Alive. I, 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 man. I learned it. I learned that one a long time ago, long before all this cancel bullshit started happening. You can't and care what other people you think. You really can't, not at all. And it's it's really entitling or it's uh, liberating. Liberating, no, liberating when you actually get there. And the first time you get to piss somebody off, and they start crying, and you just don't care. <laughs> it's excellent. You can't say that. Well, I just did. <laughs> well, yeah, I just, well, fucking did. <laughs> that a cigarette? Say it again. <laughs> we got to do this more often, man. I know it's hard. We live far away, but I think once a month we got to give it a shot to try to get on here. Uh, you know, again, maybe a weekend or something. Yeah. Zoom's a little harder. Yeah, it's it's just a little harder on my end because I I don't really have a space for it. I share a wall mm. and it's like, you don't really want to be too loud. Yeah. But, but yeah, I'll get here at least once a month and we'll do something. Yeah. I, I think the, the fans like it. They like you coming on here and, and I think it's just, uh, you know, we can go over topics and just, uh, you know, BS. And of course I have to make you breakfast and do things of that nature. You're, you're... You should be done by the time I wake up, but <laughs> you're treated like, uh, such a peasant here or yeah. lack thereof. I think by the time I am awake, I should be smelling bacon. <laughs> Coffee should be already poured in into my cup and delivered to the bedroom. Wow. You're, you're not needy at all. No, I'm not. I brought you 12 white claws. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Thank you. Thank you for What was that? Uh, $13 <laughs> plus tax and CRV. well you know what sam now that this podcast is recorded i don't have to wake up early monday morning you do because you work mornings i work uh, afternoons i can uh, get some sleep and just kind of have a nice drawn out monday and you know what else you know what i'm planning to do the rest of the day absolutely nothing what about you same 
drive home and do absolutely nothing mm -hmm. from 35 miles miles away what do you what do you watch when you get, get home you watch a lot of netflix or movies or what uh hbo max right now oh okay yeah, because i i have it now so i gotta watch everything Oh, okay. I watched The Sopranos like three times it's so since, since I got HBO Max. It's, it's been a while. Again. Listening listening to the podcast, I, I I definitely want to get back into that. I used to watch it at least once a year. And uh, other than that, though, I'm, I'm on the cusp of winning a Super Bowl. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm, in the, uh, I'm about to be in the NFC Championship playing the Saints. Okay. In the year 2026. We know how that goes. <laughs> <laughs> Good. The only time the Rams can win a Super Bowl is on Madden, uh, you know. So that'll be fun. I can't wait for the season, Sam. I don't know. Did we even go over the Rams, the Rams bears coming up Sunday night football week one? I don't know if we talked about the Rams schedule, or not we, we, don't, we don't need to right now, but we'll do that. Maybe uh, before the season starts in August, we'll do another show together. We'll talk about the NFL. We'll give a preview, we'll talk about the Rams, maybe talk about a game or two. We want to try to get to, and um, yeah, that'll be a lot of fun. That stay tuned for our next episode uh brother episode sam hersham and i uncle sam uncle sam uh pay up with uncle sam i don't know i'll yeah. let you come up with the title something <laughs> well guys if you learned anything today it's if you're not sore you need to do more okay you've heard that from sam guys thanks for joining us today on the get home safe podcast sam will be back with us hopefully in a month it might be time to uh switch over switch over start over Get, get back to that uh, sore feeling you were talking about. Yeah, I'm feeling a little bit better. Okay, feeling better. And I'll, I'll even watch the rest of this, uh, you know, communist kickball uh, game going on here. It's soccer or whatever. They get a trophy for this game, whoever wins? Yeah. Oh, okay. So participation trophy. This is just a pre-Olympics. Whatever. Doesn't matter. No, the World Cup's not... Um... I don't know. I, I don't, I don't 18, know. 22, stuff. two years next year. Yeah. I might need, I'm going to need something stronger. If I got to, if you're going to make me watch this anyway, if you're not sore, you need to do more. And guys, as always, no matter what you're doing, whether you're out on the town or around in third base, get home safe. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Get Home Safe podcast. We greatly appreciate the support. We know we have a lot of loyal listeners out there, but we always want to keep people informed of the many ways to follow the Get Home Safe podcast. We have various social media platforms. Our Twitter handle is Get Home Safe Pod. Our Facebook and Instagram page is Get Home Safe Podcast. And our email address is Get Home Safe Podcast at yahoo.com. There's plenty of ways and options to listen to the get home safe podcast anchor helps distribute our podcast to places like apple spotify google and many more we also have a youtube channel that is brand new for us not a whole lot of content on there yet but we're going to try to put out more and more video episodes in going forward as well as short clips here and there regarding uh, big events that happen uh, over the course of time so lots of options out there guys we'd love to hear from you send us an email offer uh, some suggestions or content uh, topics or uh, just ask us some random questions we always appreciate that i know bill barnes does especially on wednesdays so uh, looking forward to continue to bring you great episodes here on the get home safe podcast on mondays wednesdays and fridays Guys, have a great rest of the week. And as always, no matter what you're doing, whether you're out on the town or around in third base, get home safe.